0: Rise and shine. Pour
1: yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
2: Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds, As your next recorder of deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Accountability in government is not a nice-to-have, it's a must-have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for King County Board District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. She's fighting to keep property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. I want a voice in county government that listens to me. That's why I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for King County Board District 4. Paid for by Friends of Tracy Miller. Good morning, Aurora. This is Christine, and today we have a special guest for Music Friday, friend of the show, Studio B.
1: Ah, uh, yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Shout out to Good Morning Aurora. Ah, uh, yo, yo. Got him quick when I heard the bell rocking and you know what? It's not time for the holiday stocking it's sugar skull city go outside cut in the window look pretty art and colors colors and markers don't you know what gotta have it start to spark up. Had have the coffee this morning that's the tread well mess around ring your head like a bell that's right studio b in the house leave the other suckers quiet like a mouse it's the best morning show on earth don't you know what It's like a million worth Giving birth to new ideas and creativity I almost messed it up but you're still with me Ali Hernandez on the couch All the haters knock them out make them say ouch Downtown Aurora, Scope Island Don't you know that's where the art always wildin Shout out to Tyler and the stealth art Don't you know we tell the all suckers just apart It's the flow when I do it woke up don't you know they broke up all spoke up but it's all good we never choke up next door you got chad around the way greg i call the shoulders all the day that was one of the best and you know it jill rio's emotion had to show it but we get down because we real good and I got the mask on, but we still hood. Thought you knew it went downtown pre-mill. Used to live up top, but now I'm so for real. On the east side, that's Claim Street. And if they see me, you know we got mad meat. Out of cheddars with the pozole on your mommy. I don't know about nobody but the Tommy. What? That wasn't a mess up, I picked it back. Never give them slack, cause they so whack. And we got stacks. Trying to get them, and you know what we don't miss, we always hit them. I got the best raps that you ever heard, that's my word. Sugar Skull City Katrina, that's the word. No, not the hurricane, fly like a plane, wash you out like a effing stain. Got no profanity on the mic, I do what you like. Go to all spoke up for your bike, work, don't smirk, we ain't no jerk. Go to church, down the place, if you got to fit the Hennessy down the face, yeah. I get down, thought you knew, live on the east side of A-town, had an apartment, now I got a house, outside, crush it like a mouse, basketball with a bounce, and I just slam dunk on these punks, JV got the photography funk, and he good with the camera, and you know what baby, I might damage y'all, uh. what, Studio B in the house, good morning, good Fridays, that's how we do it. Flow like fluid keep going yeah just get right into it hunter up in gremlin studios get the milk and the cheerios that's a cereal <laughs> if you're hungry hombre don't you know i don't play gotta give a shout out to everybody because you know we kind of like john Gotti, but this ain't fed max marion what they wanna do, marry him. That's the matrimony. Shoot all the phonies. And you know what the name is Studio B, not Tony. What? Keep going, keep flowing, keep showing, keep rowing like a rowboat. It's like a castle with a moat. Kill your goat, greatest of all time. That's me. S T U D I O to the B. And I. I get down, I get down, I get down. Shatown Town, A Town, Aurora, Telestora. Don't you know what? It's like California, but this ain't the Eagles. I'm making Pringles, pop out the box with the sack. I'm trying hard not to cuss, but I'm not whack. Yeah, I got a mask on my face. Katrina Sugar Skull City up in the place, all over Broadway. Benton, don't you know what, I see you winking at me in the back like mace, I'm all over the place but I got grace, yeah, flowing on the beat just like, what, Uh, I gotta bring it back, keep going, that's fine, I get on the track, and then it just fades out, Uh, Studio B, good morning Aurora, this was awesome, you guys got a great morning show. Thanks for letting me come in here and do my thing, man. Yeah, the greatest rapper ever, Studio B, Hot Fire. I thought you knew it. Peace.
2: <laughs> oh my god, <gosh. laughs> that, that was, was amazing. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the way to start a Friday. That's the way to start. Wow, wake up. Good morning.
0: What's up?
1: What's up? Good morning,
0: Aurora. Good morning.
2: Buenos dias. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Aurora. (laughs) Uh, Today's news uh, Sugar Skull City. Um, If you weren't around downtown yesterday, or maybe if you were, you probably saw uh, ABC 7 out and about. They were filming. Um, Some of the local artists and businesses, so shout out to um, a couple that were featured. I know they had Pierre Lucero out there, Jose Art, um, and all the businesses that have decorated their storefronts. This is the day that we've all been waiting for. Um, Dio de los Muertos um, is now being honored, the local tradition of Day of the Dead. Um, Sugar Skull City promotion and activities will run from October 15th through November 15th, so you have an entire month to enjoy this. Um, everyone is invited to honor this Mexican tradition of Day of the Dead and community members are invited to experience this throughout downtown Aurora throughout the month as a crowd-free activity. Also shout out to Marissa, 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 <laughs> Marissa Amoni at downtown Aurora for all the work she's done g- gathering everything together for this and I'm going to cotton seed later to go get my um, Dia de los Muertos Sugar Skull City de- bag. Oh, word up! Yeah, oh, yeah they're giving out it's, it's really cool. Day you day gotta day check five. it out. Little yeah. tote bag with fun stuff inside. Um, good morning, Aurora Sports. Um, baseball's still going on. If you're following that, uh, Tampa Bay leads their series three to two, and the Braves lead their series over the Dodgers three to one. Um, the Bears play on Sunday against the Panthers, mm-hmm. and then the Packers play the Buccaneers.
1: Nice. Damn.
2: What's up with the weather?
1: All right. It's currently 31 degrees outside in Aurora at the moment. Um, today, the high looks to be about 54 degrees. That's going to be reached around 3 o'clock p.m. Uh, tomorrow looks to be a very gusty, windy, cloudy, gloomy day with a high of 64. Sunday looks like it'll rain uh, or, excuse me, be partly cloudy and rainy uh, with a high of 48 degrees. So uh, the fall weather, the coolness and all that is definitely here. Um, Ladies and gentlemen out there listening, get your fly gear on. You know, Coles for your shopping. Uh, we got Allie Hernandez in the house. She's got on uh, the fly camo jacket and everything like that. Really rugged, really stylish for the weather. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Turtlenecks, fly boots, Timberlands. You know, if you want to donate some Tims to the show, we take the size 12. Other than that, you know, we do got some news for y'all. So, I want you to understand that voting is extremely important we told you this many times on this show you can't be woke and not vote and if you listen to this show you are the wokest of the woke so you need to vote please take um part in early voting which is still going on you can do so the king county office which is open on downer place the address escapes me but it's right next door to the gar building and across the street from charlie's creamery uh so please get out there and rock the vote exercise your civic rights Digital applications for the CDBG Community Development Block Grant are still available and online on the city's website. And they have to be submitted by 4 o'clock p.m. October 23rd. That's a Monday. Tomorrow, super shout outs to our friends McCarty Mills. Super shout outs to Strawberries Barbecue. They got another uh, cooking or cookout going on out there. Now, the menu looks to be Soul Food Heaven. Pulled pork, wings, ribs, and rib tips. Now, I know some of you are wondering, what are rib tips, Curtis? That's the end of the rib. You know, you just, bam, the tip. It's really good. You douse that in barbecue sauce, you're in heaven. Sides will be mac and cheese and beans. Shout out to McCarty Mills and shout out to Strawberries Barbecue for all that they do. There's featured artwork inside of McCarty Mills at the moment. The name of the artist escapes me. I think it might be... Jen Ingram or Stealth was the last person to put art in there. I'm not too sure about that, but I got to check that out. Uh, Anyway, also, I forgot I would be remiss if I did not tell you that um, the music venue that opened down there in uh, Monday Park. There's a uh, xylophone out there now where people can take part in and play. That was where the ribbon cutting was.
2: Correct. It's a whole musical garden. Right.
1: Musical <laughs> garden. That's what it is. Yeah. There's a music garden now out there um, in the lots of City Hall, Water Street, and right where uh, Monday Park starts, the side of the building of uh, the venue. Uh, so go out there, jam on some tunes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Basically,
2: there's there's three instruments that you can play, that, which makes it a garden. If it's oh, just one, okay. If it's just one, it's a xylophone. <laughs> All right. Nice. Ah, nice.
1: Um, yeah. Sherman Jenkins was uh, xylophoning out some tunes one day. He was Ooh. getting down for like 20 seconds. It was a musical 20 seconds. You
2: guys should have Gil out there yesterday. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Shout out to Gil Rios. That was a great episode yesterday. Um, and also, it's Breast Cancer Awareness and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So please, um, if you have the time, donate and give some love to two great organizations, Healing to Healthy and also uh, Mutual Ground. Wear some pink and I believe purple mm-hmm. purple ribbon is the uh designation for domestic violence awareness mm-hmm. month. So yeah. Um rock it out, rock it out. I'm looking at Allie's socks right now in the studio. Y'all can't see her socks, but tie-dye um, vans, baby. Damn, that's fly yeah. socks.
0: With the van shoes.
1: All right. And we're gonna post a picture of her socks <laughs> on Instagram later for y'all to see what the hell stop me from talking. Anyway, <laughs> um, also, I wanted to let you know that in addition to these Sugar uh, excuse me, Sugar Skull City activities that are taking place and everything, um, at Cottonseed Creative Exchange 8 North Broadway, uh, where Christine will be doing some shopping later on, um, there's also a uh, an art gallery in there from our friends of Viso Arts. Um, they have featured works by featured photographers inside of there. Um, please take Uh, a minute to go down there and check them out Uh, lots of great photographers including amy nelson oh hi um they like um they like studio b's rap that was a uh studio b he's not here anymore he left for the day but uh they like studio b's rap (laughs) desirée Jacqueline, yeah what up you know how you doing good morning to everybody now listen to this folks i gotta tell you this stop by Uh, excuse me, Cotton City Creative Exchange, 8 North Broadway, to see the Aurora Stronger exhibit curated and sponsored by Visual Arts. That's the uh, precise uh, designation I was trying to tell you guys. This exhibit features photographs of the unrest that took place in Aurora on May 31st and highlights how the community came together to make Aurora even stronger. Photographs on display were taken by Gary Bonick, Victoria Lunacek, Ivan Carmona, Amy Nelson Photography, and John Cornelison. Shout out to Yvonne for her support. Stay tuned because Vizal Arts is collaborating with the Cotton Sheet Creative Exchange for First Fridays on November 6th. Ooh. You thought first? No. Yeah, I, like- I mean, it's the first Friday, but Ooh. not the fr- Right, because the calendar date. Yeah, mm-hmm. no.
0: Uh, follow mm-hmm.
1: Vizal Arts on Instagram at Vizal Arts to stay up to date with everything that they're doing. And if you got the gram, follow us at Good Morning Aurora. Boom. Right there for you. You yeah, know, hit us on the gram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got more great stuff. Studio B uh, will be—I mean, he'll be—he'll uh, be lighting up the raps and uh, on the YouTube channel. So stay tuned to that. <laughs> You'll get some more Studio B mm-hmm. footage. Action. He's a wild boy. Um, anyway, that is all for the news. That's all for the news. And um, now we get into our interview with friend of the show, homegirl extraordinaire. Hello. Allie Hernandez, what up? Ooh, nothing, third
0: time on this show. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me I appreciate
1: it. Welcome back. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well,
2: this is your third time on the show, but this is the first time we've ever met. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it for is. everybody else, too, that don't know much about you, tell everyone who you are and where you're from.
0: Um, my name's Alejandra Hernandez. Everybody calls me Allie for short. Um, I'm from Aurora, Illinois. Uh, was born on the west side. Uh, went to West Aurora High School. And uh, my parents are from actually from Mexico, from Uruapa, Michoacan, so I'm first-generation Mexican-American. Um, I also served in the Marine Corps for four years after high school. Went to college, studied sociology at UIC. I'm currently getting ready to go into a master's program at uh, Northeastern. Wow, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Great. Thank you,
1: yeah. thank you. Yeah, Allie is a uh, dedicated friend of the show. Big time. Big time. Um, So we appreciate Allie. So Allie's presence on Good Morning Aurora um, supersedes a lot of um, other things. Because Allie was around before Good Morning Aurora. You know, Allie uh, Allie put up with the rantings of a lunatic (laughs) telling her about this idea for the show. Like, yo, Allie, but check this out, though, right? Imagine if we do music and shit, right? And then we just interview people. So... Allie uh, is definitely coming back for, for more when, you know, she's on for motivation and all kinds of things. Um, but, Allie, growing up in Aurora, uh, tell us, tell the audience about, you know, what, what life was like for you growing up. And then talk a little bit about the military as well.
0: So, growing up in Aurora, I grew up, like, in the, in the west side. However, we always lived, like, in an apartment building. So, like, I always grew up around different uh um walks of life really like white kids, asian kids, black kids and like a lot of us were lower income so we always found like and like really crazy initial like ways to just have fun like whether it was riding our bikes up and down the street like any other kid or like building like um like what do they call treehouses there yeah, okay. the word was going like <laughs> escaping my head So, like, yeah, like, tree houses and stuff like that. I don't know. You always had to, like, find other ways because I was was born in 86. So we didn't have computers. We didn't have technology like that. You know, no YouTube. So we had to, like, find, like, creative ways to have fun is what I'm trying to say. Um, Make fun. you guys are still outside (laughs) trying to
2: find ways to entertain yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. Got to think outside the box. And so that was cool because then we get to hang out with everybody in the block and, like, get to know each other. And we all had some differences, but we were able to figure it all out. We talked it Mm -hmm. out, you know. Um, I remember that I got bullied for a while for being homosexual, but a lot of those kids, like, we ended up talking about it, and they were like, yo, like, okay, now we understand. Like, sorry about that. And, like, they apologized. I was like, thank you. Like, I really appreciate that. Back then Um, it was
2: was something totally different.
0: Yeah, it was. You know, the
2: the awareness that they have today.
0: Yeah, because I do remember those situations. And then, like... I had a really dear friend of mine that, like, disclosed to me that she was, like, HIV positive when we were growing up. And, like, I had—we—my sister and I, we were really cool about keeping that stuff, like, low-key. But we always knew, like, hey, like, our friend might not be around for too long. Like, we got to, like, enjoy this moment. So as a young kid, knowing that, like, your best friend was born HIV positive, like, it was pretty rough. rough. Yeah. It was something really hard to understand, but, like, I always think about her— Whenever I'm, like, in a pickle, like, how am I going to, you know, what am I going to do? Like, I know that she wouldn't want me to give up is is what I'm trying to say. Like, kind of use that as motivation. Think about her. She can't be here. So, in her honor, like, pushing forward, yeah, making okay. moves. But what was your second question? I'm sorry. The second part. You had said that growing up in a neighborhood. And what was the other question? I'm sorry.
1: Um, I don't want it to escape me. Something about. No. Um. Well. The second question I have for you is uh what school did you graduate from? What year was that?
0: Oh yeah, um from high school, I was class of 2005 from West High. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. And uh talk about joining the military. What was that? What was that like? When did you make that decision? I was 19. Why the Marine Corps.
0: I was 19. I had just graduated from West High and my stepdad, he was in the army. He was infantry, so he was like, "What are you gonna do f- with the rest of your life?" He's like, "Cause at the time Bush was president, there really wasn't that many jobs." And I was like, "Honestly, I really don't know, cause I wasn't ready mentally to go to school. Um, I wasn't like in that maturity level either. I had no idea what I wanted to do, so I figured, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just uh, enroll, you know, en- enlist, enlist, <laughs> enlist." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I enlisted, and uh, and it was probably, like, the best idea because, honestly, it gave me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have had if I wouldn't have, you know, if I would have decided to go a different route. So, for instance, like, school benefits, housing benefits, and stuff like that. A lot of opportunities that you've gained through the military that you wouldn't have yes. ordinarily. That's right.
2: Why yeah. the Why the Marines?
0: <laughs> to
1: the, the best. Yeah, go ahead I
0: mean, like honestly, it's hard, it's three months of boot camp, like not a lot of people can hack it, right, and you have to speak in third person while you're there, like, I don't know, I was just like, I think I could do this. I was like, yeah, I could do this. I was like, and once I'm there, I'm like, oh my God, I'm here, like it's right. like oh it's like, uh, there's no going back, I am, not, even though I thought about it, but I was like, might as well make the best out of these four years. So, yeah. I don't know, because they're the best. And how honestly. were you received there? At uh, in the military? Jeez. Well, I mean, honestly, like, I can't talk bad about my commands that I was mm-hmm. in, because they were very, very um, understanding. Um, I think they even knew about me being a homosexual. Okay. A few of them did, like, my sergeants and my corporals before I made it to corporal. And, like, they were super cool about it. Like, they wouldn't throw me under the bus because they knew that I was a hard worker. Right. That I always, like, was honest and, like, just motivated. So, you know, they they helped me. They encouraged me. And in turn, they just kind of kept my secret. And I asked them, too. I was like, well, you guys know, don't ask, don't tell. If you guys say something, I'm, like, Get booted out. So, I mean, I'm sure they understood that. They didn't want to see a good Marine leave just because of my my sexuality. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, let's get to the real stuff. What's wrong with America right now?
0: <laughs> what's wrong with America? Yeah, what's happening? We're really divided. It's what's wrong. We're very divided. Um, there's still a lot of um, discrimination of many sorts that I've even, you know, have to face not only because of, like, race, but because of also sexuality, um... And a lot of people are homophobic, racist. Like, there's just a lot of um, division. And then when you have a president that's very divisive, that doesn't even know how to speak to people, he doesn't know that his message is hate, like, that's just going to fuel the fire. Definitely.
1: Um, Now, what's good about America?
0: That we're very um, diverse, that there's, like, different walks of life, you know, I would say. That's the beauty of it. It's not that it's just, you know, one walk of life. There's many walks of life, and that's the beauty of it. We need that in order to be able to recognize, like, how awesome we all are because at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. We're all humans. I think we, we get too lost with whatever um, color skin you are, whatever religion it is you are, or how how you love or who you love. And we shouldn't focus too much on that stuff.
1: Right. Um, you know, when we talk about um, all of the good things that we do, I've always, or, you know, the good things that happen to us and the things that we do for other people, I've always believed that, like, travel, you know, like if you go places, that widens your mind to make you like less of an asshole um where were you where were some of your travels in the Marine Corps where did the Marine Corps take you
0: definitely so I traveled to um to Iraq but on my way to Iraq I stopped in Ireland we were there for like a few hours and then on my way back I was on a cargo flight so I was actually myself and Corporal Tran which I think she's now a gunny I'm not sure so we were on a cargo flight and we stopped in Germany um and we were there for like a day and a half or so, if I remember correctly. And I was like, the first time we got to drink in a while, so <laughs> we got a little wasted. Yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> do Yeah, but it was fun. Like it was fun. We got to eat some really good German food. I mean, um, I would love to go there again if I could. Germany, and, uh, okay. Yeah, that would be great. Was that um, your favorite place that you traveled to? No, I think like. My favorite place that I got to travel to and be at, and I know it's going to sound weird, was just being in Iraq because it was totally somewhere different that I knew I probably was never going to have a chance to get to go again. Right. Yeah. And just seeing what was happening at that time in 2007 to 2008 when I was there, like, during that little campaign, like, I was just like, oh, this that's just probably never going to happen again. What was so, that like? Um, physically, it was really just, like, hot, like, it I don't know. I mean, that's such a difficult way. It's just difficult for me to to describe. I mean, it's different climate. It's a desert. It's hot. Um, always on guard. Always having to be like Kevlar in place, flak jacket on. Worried about incoming, mm-hmm. outgoing. Like it's just, it was just a lot. Because sometimes I'd be laying in bed sleeping, and, and I could hear the outgoing or some incoming. What's outgoing? Like, outgoing fire uh, on our end. Yeah. So, on our end, us, you know, sending. Artillery? Artillery, yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. And incoming is the opposite way. That's them firing at you. Yeah. So, sometimes
0: you'd wake up to, like, noise and stuff, and you'd be like, wait, is that coming or is that going? And it's like, sometimes you couldn't tell it was kind of like uh not sure but it's like well still we need to be safe we need to be careful We need to be alert make sure everybody's safe everybody's accounted for reporting into work and stuff on time and mm-hmm. it's just a little stressful because you're somewhere where you're not sure like of course like it's unsafe everywhere but it's even a lot more unsafe for when you're in like a in a war zone you know
1: got a question from the audience uh,
2: I've heard there's some really good food over there. This is kind of bringing it a step lighter again, but did you ever get to share a meal with any of the locals?
0: mm No? No. No, some people do, but I didn't get a chance to, but their food is delicious. So I mean, yeah. I've had it on stateside, but I'm sure it tastes even better, right. like, home-cooked. home-cooked. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I mean, Naperville, you know, Naperville Middle Eastern food is... It's good but yeah you, know, you could be doing better <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly
2: what's the biggest misconception people like me may have because i just watched it on the news or everything as opposed to people that were actually out there
0: about being at um deployed being out deployed there. out
2: there in iraq and just the situation and everything that you have experienced
0: The the media really tries their best to portray it but i feel like he, people won't understand until you're actually, like, in combat boots and just, like, walking Mm -hmm. through it and, like, having to... Having that understanding of, like, what can happen. And then also, like, when you get back, some people have trouble with it. Some people have, you know, go through situations where they lose friends or even they get harassed, sexual military sexual trauma. Like, it's, like, very... It's very open-ended because there could be a lot of things that influence all that stuff. And then you come back with, like, PTSD. Mm-hmm. You come back with uh, anxiety. Or, you know, you develop these things over time. So it's not, like, wounds that you would see on the outside. It's a lot of stuff that you carry on the inside, like yeah. losing friends and stuff. So,
2: Do you think the resources available today for people returning are better than they once were? I want to s- improvement.
0: I want to say they are, but there is a lot of stigma, and it needs to be a lot of
1: improvements. Mm-hmm. I
0: feel like there could be more that could be better. I really do think so. Yeah.
1: Um, what's the value of of safety and protective gear? Being a, a marine in a place like Iraq.
0: The value on it. They place high value on safety, um, and I feel like they they do their best to provide us with what they can, but some stuff does get cycled through. Like they, I mean, when I was in boot camp, a lot of the stuff that I had to use then, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Like it's probably stuff that they've already used before. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that it's like all used and weathered up and what have you. Right. But but you make the best out of it? And like in the Marine Corps, they could use, and we could have better equipment and, um, it's just the budgets, and it's all like—it's right. all like above us. But they need. But they that, do. They
1: need that protective equipment.
0: Yeah, like flak jackets, right. and and they're always experimenting with like different styles of flak jackets. I remember they had these ones that went on the side, and that stuff really caused a lot of problems for females. Like right. they had like these side ones, and it's just—it's because it's awkward. Right. It's awkward fitting. Um, and then uh, we have your Kevlar, but. It's been a while since since I've been in, so I'm sure that they've upgraded a lot of their stuff from what I've seen just in pictures on, like, the Marine Corps Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I could tell you that. You follow that, too? Yes. It's fly. Let's fly. I'll yeah. be looking.
1: Y'all all right. You know. <laughs> Y'all all <are> right, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so since you know the value of protective gear and why it's important to be safe and have that covering, you can understand why the city of Aurora would need $88,000 worth of uh, ride gear for the police. Surely you under surely you get it, right?
0: Negative. No, because now we're talking about militarizing the police. Oh. You know? It's like they don't need that stuff. They had enough. They had enough to begin with. And besides they didn't even do their job. Like I wasn't there, but I saw video and my buddy Zaid got hurt. Shout out to Zaid Rodriguez out there. Um, you know and no. It's they're just trying to militarize the police. And that's a no go. And uh, and the National Guard, too, what was up with that? We didn't even get a heads up about that. Our aldermen didn't even know about that, you know?
1: They would so, have been here one day. Boom. Humvees.
0: I know. I was like, what the heck? I was like, me and Curtis, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send the veterans out there. I mean, that would have been a great idea. I mean, they're people from the community. We know how to talk to them. I mean,
1: yeah. no. When I um, no. When I lived downtown... They were in the lot right there across from um, La Quinta, the lot where the infamous police cruiser w- went up in flames when I lived downtown. Mm-hmm. Remember the curfew? If you guys remember, the curfew was 9 o'clock p.m. Um, I was working on LaSalle Street at that time, and I left there at like 9 o'clock p.m. So now I'm coming home, and it's like 9.20 p.m., right? And they're deep right there. Deep for the audience means a lot of them. Um, there, you know, there's two Humvees, one Aurora police, um, officer, and maybe about eight or nine, like, National Guardsmen, full gear on, Beretta 9mm sidearm, and I believe the, uh, M16 was the weapon, um, and yeah, they were deep, and I just went right past them, you know, they didn't say nothing, they didn't do nothing, Mm -hmm. I just went home, but yeah, They're all, you know, flooded the streets, and so when we talk about militarization of the community, that was a very big. Yeah, I was, I was taken off, taken aback by that.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, I think I even like cruised over to your place later that night. Oh yeah, that's
1: right. We were chopping it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we were talking. We were because we were watching.
1: Bird was out. That means helicopter.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. So very interesting um that that all happened um honestly i feel like it was something that was that was going to happen i think that a lot of people just don't understand because of the privilege that they have um that this stuff was just gonna amount to that this stuff was uh working its way up to that and i wouldn't be yeah and i wouldn't be surprised if it did again like more power to the people we need to speak up and we can't censor people and tell them how they can or cannot you know a lot of people are very um upset for being oppressed for many 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 years like i'm talking hundreds of years you know black people indigenous people we need to we need to acknowledge that and until we do until community leaders do and are willing to talk about that then that's when we'll probably start to see some change you need to be able to understand and accept the social issues at hand they just like to sweep it under the carpet
1: if you were mayor for a day,
0: oh snap! <laughs> that's
1: the first thing that you would do, I'd
0: help the, I'd help. Um, I was gonna say like the, like the underserved, like people that, um, that don't have a roof over their head. I'm trying to look for the word. It's not homeless. It's the um,
2: transient.
0: Yeah, that's a good word. Any, I'd help those folks because those folks really do need the help. Like I would just help everybody that's underserved, but transient would be great. Just people that that need a roof over the head or need someone to talk to that need a sense of community. I feel a lot of people lack that. And that's beautiful to have that because once you have that, it gives you hope.
1: Um, As a person who's been in the Marine Corps, as a person who's been in the military, you know that, uh, especially around heavy equipment, all kinds of machinery, whether having it be towed in or what have you. You need the proper safety equipment. We need helmets, we may need signals and distance. We need qualified personnel around such equipment. You know that there was a tent city, I believe, um back there where the BNSF yard is. A lot of people they got a notice to vacate or something like that and a lot of people were upset. We can't let these people who are homeless be out here, you know, save the tent cities. However, that's a dangerous location for people to be congregating at. Do you agree that while the idea of a tent city may be a good thing to house people, in places like the BNSF Yard, that is very dangerous and should not be? What's your thought about that?
0: That these people don't have—they don't give them a space. So what do we expect? You know, they're going to try to settle and, like, rest their heads somewhere— and maybe BNSF station or that area is not the safest, which I agree. So let's give them this space. And that's what's happening is that we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know. Um, I remember that Hesed House was going through some stuff as, as far as, like, trying to figure out a way in the beginning, right? Just yeah. like all of us, of how we were going to adapt to this until we figure out, like, vaccines and all that. But we need to give them a space so okay if that's not safe enough then where else can we help these people where else can we place them somewhere safe where they have the resources and they have the sense of of like community and belonging right because mm-hmm. that's important so I mean when, I do agree about the safety but it sometimes we need to bend some rules sometimes people need to do things to work around it and that happens because the power is to be like the people in charge they just don't allow it you know if they would allow them or give them a space like a gymnasium something bigger like that'd be awesome and that'd be something i would do if i could but i don't have that kind of power yet and who knows maybe one day
1: you never know what you mean you never know no don't don't never know (laughs) what you're running for girl (laughs) i I mean i've thought
0: about it but i'm not i i have other goals in mind so there's other ways that i want to help so right. that's why I said you never know. Like maybe I'll inspire somebody right now in this moment to think about a way to do so. So
1: Yeah. Speaking think- of other goals, um, which I'm familiar with because we're homies. Yeah. Um, tell us about your last position, the last thing that you did.
0: Oh, I was an intern at the Chicago Botanic Garden and it yeah, was awesome. So- yeah. Also- you liked it?
1: Yeah. What was the coolest thing about it?
0: Working with the butterflies at the butterfly, little butterfly exhibit we had. Because I was, I, I was mainly doing that, and then I went to go help out with the seed swap. We were doing a seed swap for What's a good, a seed like, swap? oh, we were giving, them, I was bagging up seeds and, like, giving them out to people that were coming into the uh, botanic garden, whether it was, like, cilantro, eggplant, all types of seeds, so for them to grow, you know, um next year. Not right now, but for <laughs> next year. <laughs> good God. So, so, yeah. But, yeah, my favorite part must have been, like, being surrounded by those beautiful butterflies. So, it was so peaceful. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Chicago Botanic Garden. Where is it at?
0: Glencoe, Illinois. Up north.
1: Glencoe. Is that by Libertyville?
0: It's actually not far from the Navy boot camp. It's, like, south of it. Like, probably, like, a 15, 20-minute drive from the Navy boot camp that okay. was there. So, somewhere Great in lakes. that little area. Up in the Great Lakes area. Yeah. Sort by that. that was I my first it.
1: time even going <laughs> up there. Like, I... I never even knew that side. Of, that just goes to show you that what the military can do for people. I didn't know that there was anything past Evanston when yeah. I was a kid. Shows you how small-minded, right?
2: You're just kind of living in your own little bubble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When, I, um, when I joined, they put us all, you know, you go to the MEPS and, and all that, and they were like, they put us all on a bus, and like, okay, we're going to take you guys to, uh, um, I think it was Midway Airport from midway airport that's your journey and i'm like oh snap you know i think i'm gonna get on a plane like oh shit it's real <sighs> right and you get to midway meet up and then they just take you on buses oh. to great lakes and like i'm still in illinois mm-hmm. like i haven't left i'm like what this is like,
0: <laughs> yeah it's not that yeah it was like what probably an hour drive then from
1: there yeah, yeah. that was it yeah. yeah um so what organizations are doing good right now in the city of Aurora in regards to uh, bringing our people together and uh, advocating for folks?
0: I'm not really affiliated with any of them, but I know that they're out there. Uh, the People's Coalition, I believe, mm-hmm. um, Aurora Rapid Response. I mean, I know of them, but I'm just not affiliated with them, but I do know that they're doing a lot of really good, awesome things. Right. Um, yeah, not really formally, but like I do support them, don't get me wrong. More power, power to them. Though.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah rapper response friends of Sandra. Yeah. i think giselle is mm-hmm. on that too yeah yeah
0: they're doing a really good job and there's another one the one it starts with an a uh they set up on sundays outside of treadwell ally legion yeah ally legion oh yeah, my god out. Shout out yeah i wish that i could help them out some more but during the summer i was busy on sundays and couldn't but uh i passed by this this past sunday and um and they're there still so if you need groceries Go over to Treadwell. I think they set up around like noon or one.
1: Yeah, and you know, if you if you bring food items to donate, you'll get a free drink at Treadwell. Yes, yeah. which is awesome. I had yes. like I had like fourteen cans of mandarin oranges and red kidney beans. <laughs> Man, I brought all that shit over there. Why did
2: you have fourteen cans of mandarin oranges? You know how it is. You know, you
1: just, you just accumulate stuff. <laughs> there you go. You know, you just accumulate stuff. Like, and you only eat a certain kind, so now you got, you know. I'm a fruit cocktail kind of dude. So, I, you know, the Mandarin, like, what am I do with that? But I see some recipes I got to get on. Got to make, like, a cake or something like that.
2: Yeah. Ambrosia. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Allie, the listeners don't know you like I know you. We're, we're, we're homies. We've spent many a time lurking on the city of Aurora from <laughs> the top of Broadway and River Street. Yeah. Um. In all of our conversations, one of the key themes that we've always been over is that when we as people come together, there's strength in numbers and there's unity. Um, we saw the incidents which took Aurora, like the 31st and all that, the rioting and all that kind of stuff. Where is the city of Aurora in regards to the people? Not the officials, mm-hmm. administration. In regard to the people of Aurora, are we more less or the same in terms of being united as we were then
0: the people i think we're more united okay yeah i think that it brought us closer together i feel like because i've always been pretty close with people myself personally Mm -hmm. but when i step back and i think about like all these organizations and how they've gone they've like like the small non-for-profits like the ones i just mentioned right now I feel like we're more united because I see that as an example of how people are coming together to help one another. Yeah. And that's important. So I think we're more united.
1: It is important.
0: But I also feel like a lot of people are really shy to come out of the woodwork and be like, hey, I want to join. What do you mean? Like people that are, prob- that are aware of it and maybe like, you know, like your average mom that works two jobs, has kids. She probably, you know, has a hard time being able to get involved. Because it's like, well, when do I have time, you know? And I feel for that. I feel for them because it's like I'm sure that they see us on social media and they're like, whoa, I wish I could be more involved. So shout out to all those moms out there working two jobs and or what Getting have you. Getting it done. Getting it done, yeah, because yeah. I know my mom did, and she currently is right now. So, like, being a housewife and then, like, also, like, taking care of my nephews, like, helping them with their e-learning. There's just stuff like that that I think about, like,
2: yeah, and we didn't ask this question earlier, but growing up, what what impact did your mom have on your life?
0: My mother was like everything. She's still everything to me. Um, she's amazing. She had a big impact, positive impact.
1: That's good. Thank That's you. Good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, my mom too. Yeah. You know, my mom too. Uh, my mom had a heck of an impact on me. My dad had a heck of an impact on me too. Like. I grew up with both parents, but they got divorced when I was real young. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, like, I was able to, you know, when when you're 15, you're smart as hell. You know everything, right? But So I got to, like, have both of them be an impact in my life. Then I had them both, like, be the kind of impact that a rebellious kid is going to get and need to have from two different angles. So, like, looking back on it now, like, even though having them break up was a tragedy, like... You know, I can salvage the good moments out of it, you know, and that helps me like be a better parent and shit, you know, because I can see two sides of how not to be, you know, like don't be a jerk like my dad and don't be like extra like my mom, you know, my mom's, my parents are real religious, like most black people, you know, so like, you know, I got to experience all of it, all of it, big impact. The question was for you, not for me. So I'm just waxing right now. No, it's okay, dude. <laughs> no, that's, okay, cause that's the thing about... <laughs> it's all good. That's the thing about conversation, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We the got, audience is like, these two much know each other. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, we got to get to know Curtis, too, you know? But I agree. My parents were split up, too, when I was mm-hmm. in the third grade. So I had to step up a lot at the house because I have a younger sister, Teresa, and then my brother, Francisco. But, um, yeah, I had to step up a lot. And... Um, But my mom's always been there. And, like, I love my dad, but we just butt heads a lot. I think we're too similar. Um, We had, like, a bit of a situation last year. He didn't go to my graduation. So I'm kind of upset about that. Anywho, So, I mean, yeah, parents, it it could be difficult. I can understand they have to navigate through a lot. But I love them, and I appreciate everything that they've done for me. Especially my stepdad, because like he was there um, since I was a kid. Like, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be or have accomplished all the things that I have because he encouraged me, you know, from the very beginning. Like, hey, you got to think about doing something. And here we are.
1: Here we are at the moment, but we're going, we're going new places. Yep. Um, We are. DNA. Right? Oh, what's, oh, yeah. what's the deal? Yeah,
0: what? Oh yeah, new job. You <laughs> talking about a new job? Yeah. So I um I got a job at the VNA working as a contact tracer. Congratulations. Thank Congrats, you. Girl, yeah. Thank you. Um, I can't wait to help the community out because I'm bilingual and I'll be able to reach out to all those folks mm-hmm. that need resources or help or that need or have questions about COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. You know. And so it's awesome. I'm very yeah. humbled. Yeah, it's, can't it's, wait. Like you said it's a great way to help people. And reach out to the community and see those people. Mm-hmm. They
2: really need it.
1: What's the best food? What's the best warm food for these cold days coming up?
0: Some pozole. Ooh. I like menudo. Menudo is the, the one with the tongue. But mm-hmm. I like it because it's um, just weird. It's like that. But yeah. it's good. It tastes good. Menudos is good. Anything brothy, warm, hot. Even ramen's good. Like, I mean, I like ramen. Um, they're actually opening up a really good ramen shop here in Aurora. It's called Fair. Strings Strings Ramen. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it's <laughs> okay. actually by the Aurora Fox Valley um, Mall over there, oh, or by the okay. old Fox Valley Mall. If they still call it Fox Valley, they still yeah. call Fox Valley. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, over um, there. <laughs>
1: pozole, the red or the green?
0: Red. I like green, but red.
1: Red is the shit. Yeah. 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 A little weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like um I love pozole. Pozole is very good. You like pozole? I do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Green or um, red though.
1: You I... know what? I could rock either way. I would say red because the green when you have it, it's a treat. Cuz mm-hmm. that's chicken. Right?
0: The green one? Yeah. I mean, you can't I've had add... it with chicken. You can't add it. You okay. can't add that um I'm trying to think the green what they use for the green, it's because I've never made it, the green one. I've helped my mom make the red one.
1: Yeah. But Okay. Yeah. The red one is the business. I'll take the red all day.
0: I'm red sauce. So I always yeah.
2: like
1: everything red. That shit is it's good. It's just
0: like a, like a spiciness factor to
1: it. The red? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. it's totally. Yeah. It's yeah. night and day taste. It's beautiful. It's it's really... You're at Pozole? I gotta admit, I have no <laughs> idea what a it even is. Damn. It's the with the
0: hominy... Little homie, no. He's like, he's from Decatur. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. We're, we're we want it good. It's okay. <laughs> we'll hook you up. Yeah. We got you.
1: Nice ethnic food. Yeah. We should have a uh, good morning rural potluck in this boy one That'd day. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, man. yeah. 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 Do breakfast or something like that. Thanksgiving Just, yeah. is
0: coming up. You do a little potluck for Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Right,
1: All right. All right. Um, so. I got a couple more off-the-wall questions for you. So, uh, first off, and a spoiler for everybody, you will be our guest for Veterans Day. Hoorah. Yes.
0: Because yes. it's also the Marine Corps birthday that day, oh, all that right? Day. Yeah, <laughs> Marine so, Corps okay.
1: birthday and Veterans Day. So, mark yeah. your calendars, folks, because uh, Ali Hernandez will be here on that day. Um, we're going to talk about a whole lot of... Whole lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh Melissa Mendoza. Congratulations, Ale, on your new job.
0: Gracias, Melissa. Appreciate yep. it. Shout out
1: to our friend uh dear friend of the show, Melissa Mendoza. Shout out yeah. to Tyler. Good morning. Good morning, Zaid. Good morning. Yo. Sandra Junior. Everybody. Good morning. Desiree. Buenos good yes. morning. Um, what's the coolest weapon that you got to mess around with in the core?
0: Oh, the coolest one? I like the grenade launcher. That was pretty fun, not gonna lie. And I got to throw some grenades, too, so...
1: Is it, like, in the movies?
0: A little bit. I mean, you just gotta make sure. I mean, you're holding on to that clip, and once you let go, like, that thing has a few seconds to detonate, so, I mean, it's not, but it is. Like, it's, like, you don't really realize, like, like, how... Oops. How... um, (laughs) How sensitive things are. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. It's, like... Yeah, you only have a few seconds, so once you let go of that clip, like you better, you gotta throw it. Yeah, throw it. Or what well, that's when you're throwing it. But then the grenade launcher is a little different because it's attached to the M16. Right. So that was pretty cool because you could take the M16, Well yeah, and then you attach it on there.
1: You mean like on like the Terminator joint that's underneath? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, Dang. I'm pretty sure they attach it if I remember correctly.
1: I haven't really messed
0: with weapons in a while. I do not have my <laughs> my void card. Yeah. Yeah, I've kind of leaned away from all that for a bit. I mean, I love them. It's just I just don't feel the need for the government to know that I have a void card. Right. I don't know. Of course. It's just too much. Yeah,
1: it is. Um, Speaking of government overreach. Yeah. I think it was the town in California where they banned Mm -hmm. junk food. Did you hear about that?
0: Yeah, and also Mexico, too, like nationwide. (laughs) Really? (laughs) For kids, like, yeah, yeah, you can't. mm Mm-hmm.
1: Mexico banned junk food nationwide.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw that. Of all
1: the problems that I'm they have to deal with, sure. they're banning junk food. Well,
0: because that is a big problem, though. A lot of kids are very obese and like turn to that as like a a way to eat. Like I'm pretty sure they have like you have to be accompanied by an adult or something to get like buy Doritos, get yeah. Sole. <laughs>
2: I'm pretty <laughs> not sure I read it somewhere. I might Florida. be wrong.
1: Wow. Junior Augustine Rodriguez Zapeta. Monday, Junior, Junior Augustine Rodriguez. Oh, good morning.
0: A- Amador, probably it's probably
1: Amador. Nice, you got some. Oh, you got fan. <laughs> <laughs> Girl got fan mail on the. <laughs> what up? <laughs> um, so one of the other things that I love talking to you about, and I'm going to make sure that we keep a distance on this rabbit hole. I'm gonna keep eyes on it because we can go down this rabbit hole, me and you. Mm-hmm. There's an old saying. I don't know who the artist was. I think it was Bob Dylan who once said, they got money for wars (laughs) but can't feed the poor. Oh, yeah. Um, Is that a true statement?
0: Yeah, it is. Very true.
1: What should they be spending money on?
0: The people, the community.
1: Some say that Aurora's done a really good job from past administrations to now in the access to services, the access to resources, sure, we're in a time of a pandemic, and things are still messed up. but, as a person who grew up in Aurora, I didn't grow up in aurora as a person who grew up in Aurora, How would you rate Aurora then and now in regards to services? It's
0: gotten better, but I think it can get better. I went to go volunteer, for instance, on Friday at the food pop up, and it was so disorganized. I got there. Got some veterans that are um, taking care of traffic. I told them, "Hey, I'm here to volunteer," and they sent me to the other side of the park. Wasted like ten minutes. So, like things like that. It was park thing. Yeah, it could get better. What was disorganized, and what
2: improvements, I guess, would you make?
0: Like I said, they they didn't. They sent me to the other side of the park. They could uh, being all on the same sheet of music. Um, they ran out of food, so a lot of people were in line that didn't end up getting food. So a lot of the logistics, it's just a lot of things like those, like little hiccups like that, that could be a lot better when you're trying to conduct that sort of uh, help. So and it was really frustrating. And then I came back to because I it was my first time I'm driving, but APD also sent me the wrong way, and it's like where can I park? I'm just trying to get close to the pavilion so I can set up and find out what what am I gonna do. And also get here on time. It's just, you know, little hiccups like that from from that perspective of, like, volunteering. So that could be better so people could get there and be in place on time, you know? Trying to do a service, trying to help. And it just kind of sucks when you got these hiccups. People that are not paying attention, listening, clearly. And we can't, We have to work together to make yeah. things more effective. But some people don't. Some people don't listen. Some people are just very ignorant or just, like, don't care. And it's very upsetting. Because this wasn't the first pop-up. This was, like, the third or fourth, maybe? I think so. And they're doing okay. another one. Okay. There's going to be one for, like, Thanksgiving, I believe. Yeah. They're still working out all the logistics for that. So, stand by to stand by. Well, hopefully they take
2: some of these things that didn't work and then improve them for the next one i
0: hope so yeah because i would love to go and volunteer again but as a volunteer it's like uh it's like you see these hiccups and it's like all right well and then also another thing that i i just remembered they need to have someone that speaks spanish like talking to these people when they're to these community you know Mm -hmm. members that are coming in that want to get food a lot of them don't know english and i was stepping in i just stepped in i was like no one's got to tell me twice i'm gonna step in i'm gonna just translate find out because at this point, mind you, it was already raining, and their numbers on the on the glass that they would write on there, like a T1, two T1, T2, T3, it just, like, came off. So your girl went in there and stepped in was like, hey, like, it's raining, I can't see the number anymore, how many were you supposed to get? And they told me, and then it was good. So they do need, like, that language barrier, it's big here in in, um, in Aurora. They need to think about that when they're organizing for stuff, which they don't. And that was a clear example for me right there. I was like, "Whoa,
1: man! If they need translators, I'm um, no, I got I can do that for you. Um, y'all need help? <laughs> there you go. Right? Look y'all up, man? Look y'all up? Yeah. How do you say right this way?
0: Pase? Pase. You can? Yeah. Pues, puede pasar. See? Yeah.
1: Right there. Um. So the time is now 9:05 a.m. Damn. You've been How? watching Good Morning Aurora. Damn, time flew this morning. Holy cow. <sighs> you're watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And so we're sitting down with our sister from another mister, Miss Allie Hernandez. Um, so you got the job coming up. Yeah. You're going to be a contact tracer. Yeah. Will you be going door to door? Will you be knocking on people's door? How does it work?
0: No, I'll be working from home. They're giving me a, a work computer and a work phone. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Hey. But that's a good and a bad thing. you to learn how be. to disconnect. <laughs> It can mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those like, boundaries. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, so you know the show ends on a positive note.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: So Yeah. We had a cool music Friday today. Um Studio so you B? Studio, Studio B. Studio yeah. B. <laughs> Studio He's a pencil. goon. I love it. <laughs> um so you will you will be taking us out for the day. Um, what's the message for the people of Aurora to take with them on this Friday and into the weekend?
0: If you see somebody that needs help, stop what you're doing and make make a move. Like just inquire, find out. You never know. Like you might have something or know something that somebody else could use to help them better themselves. Take that moment just to listen. You never know. So stay positive, stay woke, and like help one another out. That's what I'm trying to say. Help point. one another out.
1: What do you think?
2: I think <laughs> just what she said. Yeah, I mean, kind of like just jumping in, like what you said with the the food pantry. Just seeing, seeing there's a need somewhere, mm-hmm. and you don't just have to keep walking by. You can do something. Everybody can do something. Yep. Right. And if everybody had that attitude, you know, a lot more would get done. Yeah. yeah definitely.
1: Well, on behalf of the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We would like to say thank you to our guest Ali Hernandez for coming in to us. Uh, thank you very much to our uh, musical guest Studio B. We need to get Hunter some pozole. So any uh, any of your moms or abuelitos who want to make a big pot, you can uh, just you know just hit the hit the DMs. We'll definitely pick that up from you. You know, red or green, you could do what you want. We'll get Hunter his bowl and everything like that. <laughs> right. I think um, we
2: need to take him somewhere and film this
0: his yeah. first experience.
1: Yeah, this. we should take him to like mm-hmm. deep in the hood. Or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Boom. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter Studio B. You know, they just eat spasole and all that. Or some menudo. Whatever. Or you know, yeah. the onions right on top. Yeah. Um, but this was a great week. And we had yeah. a lot of good interviews this yeah. week. Um, so thank you to all of our guests from Chicano to Gil Rios this week. Yeah. Um, very much appreciated. And we had a really good time. So I want to say thank you to everybody. Remember that it's still Domestic Violence and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. If you can, please get out there and help. Uh, You can make donations to uh, Mutual Ground or you can contact Healing to Healthy. Our friends Susan Romano and Amy Downing who are involved with that, um, two great organizations with which to help out. And also I want to say thank you to all of our friends, our listeners, our subscribers. Shout out to Vizal Arts. Thank you for all the help. Big shout to our other friends uh james desiree so many people so many shout outs so little time you know thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers don't forget to check us out on twitter instagram and follow our facebook page subscribe to our youtube channel we got much more to come studio b will be in rotation again the brother just texted (laughs) he said he ready for a part two and all that so you know you might see him out there in the community doing something wild and wacky Other than that, uh, from the Second Largest City's First Daily News Podcast, we hope that you guys have a safe, blessed, motivated, dedicated weekend. We'll see you back here Monday morning for another good interview. Peace.
0: Peace. Peace.